This is Disney Forever. Welcome to our perpetual Disney movie investigation podcast. I'm Void, and I'm here with my co-host, Katie, who has amazing pull quotes like this. It's nice to be around someone who believes in something so much. <laughs> Today's feature presentation is Prom from 2011, and this is one that I knew absolutely nothing about going into it. Uh, but you did, right, Katie? Oh, yes. Yes, I did. I did what indeed. Did you, what made you pick this one? I'm curious. Um... Well, I saw this movie in theaters when it came out in 2011 with my sister, um, and we both really liked it a lot, and I thought it would just be a nice, fun, nothing film for us to watch, coming off of Dumbo. Yeah, yeah, it is. Um, and this is where we don't always release or record in the same order that we watch them. I think Dumbo's going to be the next episode, but we both watched Dumbo before we watched this one, and... Yeah, this you're right. It is kind of prom's kind of a nothing movie, but it's not like a bad movie. No, it's one of those. It's a very like tropey film. So like every possible like high school related trope that you could have in a PG Disney film is in this movie. It's all here. Yeah, I mean, I you know it's like a 2011. It's a coming of age movie it's set in high school with all the things that that brings with it um i looked into like the history because i always i'm trying to do that every episode now is like look in the history and see if there's anything interesting there's literally like no history to this film and there's only one production note that i could find which has never happened before that it was so minimal the one production note and i'm only highlighting it because it's the only one i could find is that while prom is set in michigan filming took place in los angeles california that is the only production note that i could find about this movie that's just sad it is it's sad but you're right it's kind of a it's kind of a nothing movie but again it's not bad so like high level what do you think of this one well i mean i said it was a it's like a classic coming of age high school movie that disney likes to make because if you watch other high school movies like especially the um disney channel original films that take place in high school it matches 100 percent with this style of film if you've watched any of those Probably. I probably watched some of the made-for-TV ones. Yeah. So I feel like thinking about it, so like the last High School Musical film came out, I think it's either 2008 or 2009. And the last High School Musical, the third one, like came out, it was released in theaters. So it was not a made-for-TV film like the other two were. So I think this this movie comes out a couple of years later, and I think it's coming off of the success of the High School Musical franchise and how well the third one did in the theaters. So they were hoping to maybe put another teen movie that had some up-and-coming actors in it, because I know I recognized a bunch that are become big actors later. Interesting, but it's not a musical. Like, no. isn't that the whole thing with High School Musical is that it, everybody loved it because it was a musical? I mean, yes. Also, like, I mean, Zac Efron, like, who doesn't love that? Um, <laughs> but I haven't seen those, so I, I know, don't know. I know. We're going to get there, and it's going to be wonderful. I can't wait. <laughs> um, but I feel, I feel like it's, it fits really, like, well within the teen movie genre. And also, like, I looked up to see if there were other teen movies that came out in 2011 and a lot did like so many <laughs> just a good year for teen movies yeah like well, it was like what is it um like chelsea and i on tea time like we figured out that a lot of the best teen movies came out in 2004 interesting which is weird, weird. They, like, just like come out in chunks 
yeah, like Mean Girls came out in 2004 and like oh, okay. a bunch of other movies that we've covered on on Tea Time. But like in 2011, there was also a big string of teen movies that came out, especially like on the Disney Channel and then in other like franchises. So it did make sense that this movie exists. And I don't know. I mean, I saw it in theaters because I'm a sucker for the good girl falls for the bad boy movie, like high school movie trope. I love that. It, it definitely has that. I mean, that was my main reaction to it was just like, hey, look at all those high school stereotypes. Like, it's every trope and every stereotype that you would expect from high school. It's all represented here. Um, one of the things that, like, stuck out to me was that the kids in this movie put more effort into their prom invitations than most people put into their marriage proposals. It's a little ridiculous. They went hardcore into, like, the prom decorations and stuff. Like, I've never seen that much paper mache in my life. No. And then the other thing that I had, just, like, as a, you know, high-level note, is that the names of the two main characters kept pulling me out of the movie because they're just so... Everybody else has, like, normal names in this movie. But the two main characters, the girl who falls for the bad boy and then the bad boy, they're named Nova and Richter. and. That's his last name. Technically, his first name is Jesse. Okay. Well, that's better. They never call him that, though. Uh, well, like, the principal does that, like, whole, like, he doesn't call you by your first name if he hates you kind of thing. He, like, calls you by your last name. So he always calls him Richter instead of calling him Jesse. But Nova calls him Jesse. But I will say, like, Nova is a weird is a, a weird name. Yeah, it feels like that should be from Xenon Girl of the 21st Century or something. Mm-hmm. Ooh, yeah, it does. Yeah, not that that's a bad movie because that's I, we have to watch that movie at some point. Yeah, um, but will. I mean, overall, this movie was fine. Like it, it was fine. There was nothing bad about it. It just wasn't. It wasn't fantastic. It wasn't groundbreaking. It didn't blow me away. Um, yeah, I mean, what what were some of the moments in it that you wanted to touch on? Because I know you, I know you like this one more than I do. I do. <laughs> Um, I just went through and listed, basically, I said that this movie has a little bit of everything and just sort of listed out all of the tropes that this movie has. <laughs> do you want to run through them super fast? Yeah, I could do it. So it has awkward guy asking girls to prom in the worst possible way, which the best one was when he put the note with the serial killer letters on her oh locker and she freaked out. I laughed yes. so hard at that part every time. That was, so one of my, I'm going to already interrupt you, even though you're one stereotype in, because <laughs> My favorite part of this movie, the part that I legitimately enjoyed the most, was that. Was Lloyd. Lloyd is the character who keeps trying to ask girls to prom and just he fails so horribly. That was my favorite plot line through the whole movie. Oh my God. It's the best part because it's like this running joke through the whole film and it's so good. So it good. Is. It's really good. Okay. Then we have a smart. Uh, good girl, like leading girl, wanting the smart boy to ask her to prom, and then he does, but he does it really terribly, and then he bails on her, of course. And then you have the forever couple having forever couple issues because you know future and forever couples. Uh, then you have the most popular uh, jock guy is totally cheating on the popular pretty girlfriend with a sophomore because he loves her and it's real, and he's never felt this way before. Yeah, but but he's a jerk. Oh, yeah. But then, like, of course, like the sophomore girl falls for his like his BS, but then realizes like, oh, no, he's just a giant jerk and then dumps him at the prom because. Yep. Duh. Um, And then you have the bad boy. He was actually just misunderstood with some father issues, of course. And he has long hair and a motorcycle because that obviously makes him a bad boy. You have to. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's important, especially like he's got school attendance issues. Like you can't <laughs> have that. Like that's obviously bad boy persona number one. Hello. Um, and then you have overprotective dad who doesn't want the girl wants his daughter mixing with those kinds of people. You know, the kind with the long hair and the motorcycle who have jobs to help support their family who are misunderstood. Those yeah. people. Those people. Yep. And then you have the uh, big speech on why prom is super important because, it's you know, it's everything. And then we have the aha moment for the bad boy character when he sees the girl in the dress. Right. And then yep. you have the big moment. Um, that plays out for several of the storylines, like that all take place like either right before or at prom, right? Yeah. And then you have the bad the bad boy who thought prom was stupid and tuxes are stupid and high school is stupid, shows up at the last minute with a candy necklace in hand, asks the girl that he likes to the prom, then they dance, they kiss, and the end. <laughs> <laughs> so you liked it. Oh, I love this. I okay. love I love this crap. It's my favorite. <laughs> um I I did not like it as much as you. I'm really, really glad that you liked it. Like, I'm genuinely happy that you enjoyed this movie as much as you did. Um, <laughs> like I said, I liked the storyline with Lloyd messing up all the prom invitations. That legitimately made me happy. And then the other main things that stuck out to me in this movie were for, like, moments, individual moments, were some of the one-liners that were just, like, fun and funny at the same time. Um, there's a point, part with the leading girl and the bad boy, and they, like, sneak in to a different school's prom to, like, compare. It doesn't matter why they do it. But, um, it <laughs> yeah, doesn't. it does. And, it does matter because they <laughs> have Starry Starry Night theme for their prom. Yeah, and it's the same theme. Anyway, um, so they're, like, leaning in to kiss each other, and they get interrupted. And she goes, you were about to kiss me. He goes, no, I wasn't. And she just looks at him and goes, well, why not? And I just laughed. Like, I just laughed at that. And then as they're trying to, like, escape because they're about to get caught, like, breaking into this other school's prom to check it out, um, she sees, because she's in charge of the prom committee and she's been doing all the decorations for their own school, she sees this poster for the other school's prom, and it's printed out in black and white, and she just stops and has the most indignant look on her face and just goes, black and white? Just, like, it's not in color, and she's just so, oh, my God, I loved that moment. It, it was, like, a two-second gag, and I just laughed so hard at that one. That was pretty good, I'm not going to lie, because they're getting chased by, like, school security, and she just comes to a dead stop, and she gets so upset. It's so funny. Yeah, and then the other part is when, again, it's the two of them. It's, like, the leading girl and the bad boy, and she's dress shopping, um, and he's like there looking awkward and he's talking about like, well, can't you find someone else to go with? Because, you know, the, the leading guy or the good boy or whatever his name was, I think his name was Brandon. That sounds right. Um, he's like not going with her anymore. He's like, can't you find someone else to go with like the class president or something? And she just like sticks her head out of the dressing room and goes, I am class president and then goes back in there. And again, it just got me right. It's just these like fun little witty one liners. It's so good. Yeah. Uh, that I mean, that's it. That's all we have to say about this movie for like moments. It's exactly what you would expect. It's very I mean, OK, so let's get into like the bad, because I said the main thing here is that it's super, super predictable. Well, yeah, it's super tropey, but that's not necessarily a bad thing. I guess it's not bad, but again, if we're going to do bad and good for every movie and we have to pick something, I'm going to go with the predictability of it would be the one thing that drags this one down a little bit. Um, but the good, I mean, there's good things. Obviously, you liked it a lot. Uh, I thought that the soundtrack was pretty decent. It actually kept like the pace of the whole movie flowing because the soundtrack is more upbeat. Um, and then again, for me, 
it's like those fun little funny moments and one-liners throughout the movie i i was surprised that it actually got me to like stop and laugh at certain points so i was happy about that that's good i mean it's a fun movie it's not serious at all it doesn't take itself seriously at all it's a typical pg disney high school movie like you can't really get much more what was that? i read an article it was like if you're looking for a pure like pg disney teen movie this is what you want <laughs> <laughs> yep exactly so uh our new rating system here would we watch it again katie would you uh yes indeed okay i i'm not gonna say a hard no it's not an absolute no but probably not i think i'm okay having seen this once and uh I don't need to go back to it. So that's where we land on this one. Um, If you guys want to watch along with us, what's coming up next? We have Dumbo from 1941. We're working our way through those 40s movies because we want to put them behind us. We're just in full honesty. Um, And then we're going to do National Treasure from 2004, which I think we're both ridiculously excited for. And uh, Bambi from 1942. Just keep working on that 40s backlog. Besides that, don't forget, we're part of a network. You guys can get podcasts, streamers, you can get the Geekery blog, all that and more at geek2geekmedia.com. And we always wrap up with a little bit of just light weekly geekery. So, Katie, what have you been up to this week? Um, I'm still on my deep into the Korean drama mode, and I finished another K-drama, I think, last week or like beginning of last week or something like that. It was called Forest. It it was interesting. It was like about a girl who's a doctor who gets sent to this uh, f- like hospital out in the middle of the forest where no patients ever come. And then there's like this huge plot twist with like chemicals being pumped into the ground and like people's groundwater getting tainted and everybody's dying from arsenic poisoning. It's a whole thing. That but doesn't sound happy. It had a happy ending, if that helps like <laughs> yeah it does it, it it does actually yeah it was 32 episodes but they were all like 30 minutes so it was really only 16 which is normally how long a korean drama is is about 16 episodes so okay. it was pretty good um and then i'm i just started watching another k-drama on netflix called the king eternal monarch which is actually super interesting but i get confused real easily on what we're doing in this in this show <laughs> Okay. It's because it like it's about it's about two Koreas that exist in a parallel universe. So like there's the Kingdom of Korea, but like Korea with a C, not a K. And then there's the Republic of Korea, right? In like our our universe. And then these two universes run in parallel and somehow the king from the kingdom crosses over into our world looking for this girl who's a cop whose ID he's had for twenty five years, but it's it's all weird the show is like there's two more episodes left for them to post so they've been doing it weekly and i don't know it's interesting it's the first drama that um the lead actor lee Mino has been in since he got back from his um his uh military service that uh the uh, men in korea have to do yeah yeah so it's pretty good i like it it's been enjoyable and it's got actors and actresses from other dramas that i've seen so I just like hearing the premises of these without actually watching them. It almost makes it better in a way for me. Oh my god. This one's like a sci-fi like drama. It's really weird. And I get confused on like what world we're in, whether we're in the past, the present, or in the future. So it's really confusing. <laughs> okay. 
Um, but I'm loving it. My mom likes it, so that's what really matters. Um, and then I've been getting a lot of uh, K-pop albums that, like, I ordered during my, you know, quarantined bike online thing. Yeah. Um, they've been coming in the mail finally, so it's been it's been a thrilling ride to open those. It's been a lot. Good. That's I great. Didn't realize how much money I'd spent until. <laughs> You That's know. what you said the other week. It's it's still happening. Like I still have. I checked today just to see how many unfulfilled orders I have, and I think I have seven. Wow! Nice. <laughs> hey, support those local businesses. Hey, that's what I'm doing. I'm supporting Choice Music in LA, and they are a great. They are great people. They deserve to be supported. Good. Um, this week I watched 1917. Have you seen that movie, or like, do you know what it is? Yes, I know what it is. No, I haven't seen it, but yes, I want to see it. Okay, it was really good. So um, if you guys don't know, it's that like, it's the World War One movie. And it's that one that's one shot. It's not actually I mean, there's a lot of hidden cuts in it. But when you're watching the movie, it's like one, it feels like one continuous shot. So it's super like on the ground and also intense and gritty in a certain way, because it's just done as like a one continuous shot. And you're always staying with the main character for like the entire movie um it was really really well done it was really good it was also just intense like that was a movie that i was glad i watched it in the morning on a weekend in the daylight and then i had a whole day to think about other things that weren't world war one you know that kind of movie oh yeah i've definitely seen those movies (laughs) yes so it's one of those watch it in the morning in the sunlight and then have a whole rest of your day to do something else afterwards uh that's my recommendation And then uh, the other thing I've been doing this week was Minecraft Dungeons with my kids. And so this is a new Minecraft game. It's just like a hack and slash, like loot-based game. Um, It's really fun to play with the kids. It's almost like, uh, like, I don't know, Katie, you probably haven't played it, but like Diablo is a really big touch point for a lot of gamers. Um, It's almost like kids' first like intro to that type of game, like a Diablo-like game. So it's really fun with kids. Uh, it's not really one that I'm playing on my own because it doesn't hold up to that kind of scrutiny. But to just sit down and like mess around with the kids, like that's that's super fun. So yeah, that's what I've been up to. Um, that's probably it for this week. You guys can find us all over the internet. Our email address is DisneyForeverPodcast at gmail.com or reach us on Twitter at DisneyEverPod. Uh, you can also talk to us in real time by joining our Slack workspace or our Discord server. I blog at agreenmushroom.com, and you can find me at GRN Mushroom. That's Green Mushroom without the E's on Twitter. I'm also on the geek to geek podcast with BJ Keaton. And you can find me on both Twitter and Instagram by searching the handle Lady Catherine P. I'm also the co-host of two other podcasts with my best friend, uh, Tea Time with Katie and Chelsea, and You Can't Stop Me Loving K-Pop. This has been Disney Forever with Katie and Void. We'll be back next week as long as Disney keeps making content. That can't be forever, right? It definitely can be. And they can make more of these like high school tropey movies. I'll be there. Oh, so many tropes.